Welcome to the Wealthy and Healthy podcast, hosted by me, Beck Hibbard. This is the podcast where I share all of the juice around my story and how I went from being a broke and bankrupt single mom who had lost it all to rebuild my life in a few short years, creating a global six-figure business all while remaining in my feminine flow and living a life of freedom. Now, in these episodes of this podcast, I will be teaching you how to build the life of your dreams whilst becoming the wealthiest and healthiest version of yourself. Now, let's get into today's episode. What is up, you guys? Welcome to the podcast. In today's episode, I have my man on. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. <laughs> okay, so you're the first guy I've ever had on the podcast. Oh, there you go. Do you feel special? Very, very special. And you're the first boyfriend that I've had on this podcast. And also, you're probably the first boyfriend that has ever listened to every single one of my podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> Congratulations. <you> <laughs> Look at the titles you've gotten today. Oh. Are you excited to be here? Very excited. Are you nervous? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I never thought I'd be on a podcast. So. I know. It's funny. Um, we were having this conversation last night about our relationship and how this is all normal for me like mm. social media instagram followers it's all normal podcast is really normal and this is not normal for you oh, definitely not this is definitely a different not. world for you <laughs> and i'm excited to have you in it so um tell us about yourself no i'm joking i fucking hate it when people go on podcasts and they're like tell us about yourself like, no, ask me questions. So I'm not going to do that to you. But tell me, okay, we'll tell the audience because I already know all the things. Tell the audience, what do you do for work? I do underground power. So we do a kind of contract to a lot of the big power companies all around Australia. Um, do a lot of civil work and do underground drilling as well. Uh, directional drilling, sorry, is what it's actually called. Um, yeah, and then it's been there for about five years now, full time. So it's been... <laughs> Pretty enjoyable, bit of hard work, but that's all good. <laughs> Enjoy Amazing. it. Right there. So. Proper manly man vibes, hey? Yeah, always, <laughs> always working hard, always working hard. Um, okay, before we get into the questions, so we had like a whole heap of questions come through from you guys that you wanted to ask myself, you wanted to ask Ethan, uh, which is really cool and we're very grateful to be able to answer them for you guys. And we're going to be super honest and authentic and a lot of these questions I actually haven't even told Ethan because I want his like most authentic answer. Yeah, and I don't want him to to um, kind of yeah pre-think about answers. But before we get into it, I would love for you to share your perspective on the night that we met because this audience has heard me talk about the night we met heaps. So what was your perspective of what da- went down and what's your story behind the night we met? It was pretty crazy. We were down uh, <laughs> all of the club dancing. Way with the boys, and then um, I just had this feeling and looked over, and then I seen the lady in red, super gorgeous <laughs> body. Um, and I looked up, and I just out of all everyone I danced for, everyone on that top part, she just stood out like clear as day. And it was like a like a light was shining on her. And then I seen her point down at us, and I panicked and I like, turned around. I was just, Did she, what the hell? She's pointed down. Like you're <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so then, uh, yeah, she pointed down and I was actually not, I turned around all of a sudden. Her and uh, friend Saxony, I yeah, uh, was standing right there and it was just like, what the hell? And like, I don't usually get nervous and stuff like that, but I'll just have mad butterflies and 
it was just straight and there. I was like, well, then um, she had, I think you had some random bloke like trying to. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And uh, you gave me that look. Yeah, come stand over here. You're good. Yeah. And we started chatting away and yeah, it was, just got to kind of know each other a little bit more and knew nothing about each other. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then just escalated from there and then went up and into a lot more of a quieter place. And, you know, we just, just kept looking at each other and it was just like, just had that, like, that energy and that feeling was there. It's like you knew something coming and something big was going to happen. And here we are. <laughs> so. But yeah, no, it was um, pretty, pretty crazy. It was. Yeah. It was very crazy. Mm. And I want to get into one of the questions based off of what you just said. Like you had no idea who I was. I had no idea who Mm. you were. And one of the questions that came through, and I can tell this question was meant in a nasty way, but we're going to answer it in like a really positive way, as always. Um, the negativity and stuff like it's you can't let it get to you in life and especially too yeah like if you're someone that's like out here and you're building a business or you're trying to be more on socials don't let like the trolls and the negative talk get to you like reframe it into a positive experience and that's like anything in life no matter what you're always going to have that negativity and someone's always trying to crush you you don't let them get to you you know you'd be stronger and better than that and you just don't let them don't even waste your energy and time on mm-hmm. them and their negative comments because it's going to happen all the time, no matter what. You could be the nicest person in the world, the greatest person, and then you're still going to have negative comments and dislikes. Mm. And it's, it's life. It happens. You don't waste time and energy on that. A hundred percent. Um, I just love it when you bring your little wisdom into this. <laughs> you guys will hear a lot of that. He's very wise for his age, which we'll get into as well. There's so many juicy parts to this. And we might need to do this in two parts because it's very, very long. But we'll see how we go because there's a lot of questions. Anyway, so one of the questions that comes through was, are you with me for my multi-six figures? Yes. <laughs> are you with me? Am I your sugar mommy? Like, let's go. <laughs> Always had a feeling that this uh, that would come out. Um, that people would think that the funny thing was that the, we I knew nothing about her when I first met her we I didn't know nothing about her social I didn't know like you know how successful and she is and we knew nothing about, like, about each other and it wasn't they're not that it plays a factor now it doesn't I don't you know mm-hmm. I love you for you and it's you know and what we share is so unique and nothing will ever change that <laughs> honestly not but yeah, like I, I knew people would, would think that straight up. Like, yeah. There's no doubt about it. I always knew it was going to be comments like that made, but here mm-hmm. right now, it's definitely not the case. Yeah. Definitely not the case. So. Definitely. Were you yeah. ever intimidated by the level? And I hate using the word success because I don't I don't feel like, yes, I've got, had some success in my life, but I don't feel like I've gotten nearly to where I want to be. But were you ever intimidated by the level of success or the audience or the social media or anything like that? No, definitely not. Mm-hmm. definitely like it's all new like it was crazy with the social media like you have such a quite a good following and stuff like that yeah um you know i'm not really used to wanting to go and post photos and stuff like that but like it's just opened more doors to me and it's made me a lot more confident in myself mm-hmm. like just to post stuff and i'm just uh, it's never it's never intimidating nothing intimidating mm-hmm. so it's yeah nah. <laughs> oh, amazing mm. Let's talk about the age, okay? So we've, we've had this question a lot, which I think is funny because mm. when I first seen you, okay, when I first seen Ethan in the club, I was like, yes, someone my age. Okay? It plays likewise, but the twins both because I thought the same. He thought, <laughs> okay. And so literally, I'm 30. How old are you? 22 or 23. In like two weeks. Like two weeks. Yeah. 
So there's like, you know, seven and a half years difference between us, eight years, whatever. Um, and it's funny because literally when I seen him in the club, I was like, yes, someone else looks like my age, another 30 year old amongst all these young <laughs> And he's cute and he's tall and look at him and he's like, oh, he's got tattoos, and, mm, chef's kiss. Anyway, I'm going to go for him. And then that night was so funny. Oh my gosh, we were talking, we were like really hitting it off. And yeah. then I dropped the bomb and I was like, how old are you? And you looked at me and you're like, 22. And I was like, oh. what was my face like? You're like, oh, I don't want to tell you my age straight up. I was like, how old are you? Yeah, in that moment she realized she fucked up. Mm. Um, well, I didn't believe your age when I even got you to get your idea. I was like, no, nah, I, I didn't believe that she was 30. I was like, no way. Baby. there's no way <laughs> my id literally yeah. but i'm like you're flying there's no way and you're like no no serious i think you i think i've seen your idea as well we were yeah like, actually I mean, yeah we, we were both like, like exchange at the same time no way <laughs> um, and you know what's really funny so there was a lot of questions about the age difference and um i will talk about it from my perspective and i know you obviously talk about it from your perspective as well but someone asked, um, are you not worried about the difference in age or level of life experience? And here's what I learned. So before I met Ethan, I was just seeing someone quite casually, right? Getting to know someone, I'll say. And this person was 34 and this person just did not, they weren't on the same level as me and um, they didn't have their life together. And I'm not saying that you have to have your life together at certain ages, but for me, with the where I'm going in life, there is a standard that I need to maintain. Like I'm going to obviously attract a man that has vision, has dreams, has, you know, standards for his own life that has his life together. Because, you know, it's not only just me, like I have a family too, like I've got my daughter and everything else. And so I have to be mindful of that. And so I need someone that's really mature. And so, you know, I was um, getting to know someone and he was really immature, really um, didn't have his life together and he was a lot obviously older and it really put into perspective when I met Ethan that age doesn't equal maturity and I am really grateful for my previous encounter because I was like if I didn't have that encounter I honestly probably would have written you off that night and be like oh my god 22 way too young what the hell but because I got to know you and I was like well hang on you're seeing this dude and he's like douchebag he's got nothing going for him like nothing going for him and he's a loser like cut that shit out and then actually get to know someone. And then when I started to get to know you, you would talk about like your visions, like from the very, literally from the very first night we met, you were telling me about like what you wanted to do with your life and where you were going. And you, mm -hmm. you know, you were, you had all these goals and these standards and your vision and your, the stuff you wanted to create was crazy. Mm -hmm. Like I was like taken aback. I was like, there's no way. And so that's when I knew you were completely different. And I want to preface this too, like, Ethan, in my opinion, is very unique and very rare for his age. Like he's a 22 year old. He's very emotionally mature. Like you hold me in my wounds. You hold me in my deepest shadows. There's been so many insecurities that have been brought to light in our relationship that I thought that I had healed and you've really helped heal me through that and hold me as well. And so you're very emotionally like secure and intelligent and you've got vision and you've got standards and goals and all the things. So no, I'm not advocating just to go out and, you know, get, get someone like many, many years younger. But at the same time, I am definitely advocating for keeping your mind open and not writing off someone because of their age, because of what you've been told or what you've heard, because you might be really surprised that you might meet someone that is quite an old soul and is really mature and is quite wise. Well, when you think about a 22-year-old, you think about partying, you know, yeah. the whole works to it. Right? 
and you don't you're sober you don't drink like you've got these huge goals you're so such an anchor into my life and even to the point like I want to bring the audience to that um experience we had so the first was it yeah it was the first was it the first time you met Z when she had a moment with you or the second time? Mm, second time, I think it was. So the first time yeah. I met Z, who's my daughter who's six, right? So I was a single mom for many years when Z was one, and I'd only been in one committed relationship before this. So for five and a half years, Z's only met one person, and I really kind of stuck to my guns of not bringing anyone around her until like I knew it was really something. Um, and so when Ethan met Z the first time, she was great, loved him, mm. right? It was all good. Then the second time I knew what was going to happen. Z is someone that likes to test people and see how far she can push them because she wants to see if you're going to leave. And so I warned you and I was like, just, just get ready. Like she's going to push you. Mm. Anyway, you were helping her get her clothes out of the wardrobe. Mm. And <laughs> yeah, you were helping her get her clothes out of the wardrobe. And she literally said to, um, I'm just going to bring this one. So she said to you, what did she say? Oh, I can't remember. She, she called you a she, dumb head. Yeah, she told me, she's like, get, oh, she said something, get you something. Get and she, yeah, get you get my clothes. I said, not with no manners like that. And she picked up one of her shirts and threw it at me. And I was like, yeah, nah, done. See ya. Oh, yeah. I just like walk out the room like I'm not gonna have that disrespect, and then then she just started like, yeah, called me a dumbhead. Yeah, <laughs> and I love that you held that boundary too. Like oh, that's yeah. the maturity for you to hold that boundary, and not just be like, yeah, sure, it's okay. And you told me, and then you know I disciplined her, and literally for like an hour and a half, she sat in her room screaming at the top of her lungs, like at the top of her lungs, like screaming hysterically. We had plans for dinner, we had plans to go to an arcade and all the things, and. I literally just came out here. You were sitting at the table on your phone and she was on FaceTime with her dad. Like we were trying to calm her down. And I literally was just sitting on the bar stool behind us. If you're watching the video, you can see I was sitting on the bar stool behind us here. And I just literally couldn't even look at you in the eyes because I was just so like emotionally distraught. I couldn't even look at you in the eyes. And I was like, just looking at the ceiling like this. And I was like, I don't know how hard this is going to be. And I don't know how bad this is going to get, but like you're way too young to be dealing with this, this situation. This is not your child. Like, and I literally just said, like, I was just like, just leave, like, just leave. You don't need this. You didn't sign up to this. This is not your child. Like you're so young. You've got a life of freedom. Like, just go. You don't want this. This is too much responsibility. And like, you walked over to me and you like stood over me because you're fucking tall. <laughs> you stood over me. Not bad. <laughs> Way, but you stood over me in a very protective way and you looked at me and you said first of all don't ever fucking say that again okay you're like and second of all I'm not fucking leaving he's like do you really think that I'm intimidated by a six-year-old like do you really think that and I was just like holy fuck like this is crazy and again to put the whole perspective like age maturity thing I was in a relationship once with someone that was 10 years older than me and whenever Z would have a moment he would freak out. He would literally be like, I can't handle it. It's too much. This isn't for me. You need to deal with it. I can't deal with this. This is too much. And he would have this panic. So when that happened with you, I was like, great, I'm going to have the same thing. He's going to panic. And then I'm going to have to be like, okay, I'll deal with it by myself. And I've never had such a dominant, um, secure, masculine man be like, it's fine. Like, it's no big deal. And we're going to get through it together. Yeah. Like 22 fucking years <laughs> old. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, no, it wasn't intimidating at all. Like when you know, when you know, you know. When you know, you know. Yeah. Hundred percent. Like 
What's yeah. your take on the age difference? Because obviously I'm a 30-year-old MILF. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is true. No, for real. But what's, were you, did you have to work through anything when you? Not no. really. No? Not really. I just, yeah, like, just when you know, you know. Like, I just, everything, like, I just had connections straight away. Like, it's nothing like I've ever had. Like, and like, for instance, now, like, I thought I knew what love was, but mm-hmm. I never, never knew until. You know, mm-hmm. being with you, like it's just crazy, like full on. <laughs> Both my mind, like every day, and it's always getting better every single day. Like, yeah, yeah, 100%. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've got some pretty cool street cred. Like, I mean, you're going eight years senior, I'm going eight years younger. Like, hey, we still got it. I still got it. I still got it. I'm never lost it. So, um, but yeah. And then someone asked another question around the whole age thing. Um, what's it like dating someone younger than you? And they said, my boyfriend of six months is two years younger and it was so hard for me to adjust as I've only ever dated my age or older. And that's where I think this is really specific to the person. And um, not even, I don't even want to say life experience. I think it's just also how you're raised too. Like I've seen like your family and your mom and your dad and just how they've raised you and you've come from like a really different um, background I suppose to what you know I've come up and I think that's that's the beauty of it too like you're very much you were raised in the sticks <laughs> no. um yeah yeah bit country you are actually very country uh where I obviously wasn't I live in a high on the Gold Coast and um, but I think that's you know how you're raised too and so I can't I can only talk about our experience and it's been dating someone younger hasn't even been you know the issue I won't even say an issue but that hasn't even been something like it's never been something yeah definitely definitely not yeah like the healing and the shadows and the wound work like that's been stuff that we've both had to go through and we'll talk about that in more depth Mm -hmm. but the age like once I got past it it wasn't ever a thing and I remember when I told my mum your age first of all I showed her a photo and she was like everyone thinks you're older than you are so she was like there's no way he's I'm like no I swear I've seen his license mom um and when I told her she was just like go for it like go for it it doesn't matter get past the age and so she actually really helped me get past the age thing but like I said this is going to be very unique to each person as an individual and if we can give you any advice when it comes to the whole age thing just don't let that stop you from actually being open to something that could possibly be the best thing for you. 100%. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. So someone said, oh my God, I love this question. Someone said, how did Ethan react when he found out you had a daughter? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually more fair. You had a daughter the first night we met. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Tell your perspective. No, it didn't even really face me. Like, um, do you want to tell the story? Yeah, well, we actually so back off of the drive. Me, me, um, to my brothers or my mates, um, back home because she was going back down to the coast. Yeah, yeah. So. Like, it's on my way. It wasn't, but I was like, <laughs> it wasn't. It, it wasn't. Just so much time with you. Though. I was just like, let me take you home. Like, I'll drop you off. So, yeah. yeah. So then, yeah, we uh, got to the car and then um, I think we're all around talking and you mentioned in my uh, one of my friends, he uh, tried to get the baby seat out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I'm going to have to take the baby seat out. Great. Mm. I can't take baby seats out. I'm terrible at it. So I'm like, great, I'm going to have to get this guy that I was just making out with in a club to take my child's baby seat out. And you just, you know, I have a kid at this point. <laughs> How awesome. Didn't honestly didn't even phase me at all. Like every friend tried taking it out and he couldn't get it. I just come straight in and pop pop out she can't. And then I fell in love. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I 
take a back seat out. But yeah, no, it definitely, yeah, definitely didn't phase me at all. Like, I never, I never thought, yeah, no, it honestly didn't. Like, it was big, it was new, like, it was different. Like, I never thought I would be have a partner that has, um, has their own child, but I yep. never thought I'd thought it'd come across. So, really, yeah, but then it's just said, yeah, like, when it comes to down to like, you know, you know, yeah, you know, it's just like. Yeah, I just everything about you was just like it's all part of you, and I love all part of you. So yeah, because that was another thing. Mm. I suppose where I had those limiting beliefs around the age, I was like, damn, that's a whole lot of responsibility for someone so young um, to take on. Although, like when I did have Z, I was twenty three, but I was literally just like, that's that's a lot for you to take on. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because you never actually asked me about Z until like this two two weeks in, I think. And I was like, yeah. I didn't know who was the thing because you didn't ask. So you seen the baby seat and you removed the baby seat and then you never asked me a question about it. You didn't ask me like her age. Was it a girl? Was it a boy? Like you didn't ask me anything. And for like two weeks and I was like, I don't know if this is like a thing. Like, I just went for you to tell me. I, didn't want to <laughs> I was just like, yeah, like, it was pretty clear as day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I love my child um she's great oh, she's awesome yeah she, she is really awesome uh so there wasn't any work that you had to do to work through that mentally definitely not definitely not yeah it was just like that. It's... what about okay what about the response from the people around you closest to you that care about you what was did you have to work through any negative stuff oh not really like the, like my like my mum and dad and all that always supportive as always have been yeah. um it's more like and then the friends like, they weren't too bad um Oh, mm-hmm. it's pretty good. Um, one didn't really agree too much, but he's come around now. Like he's seen it's actually seen something. But I think he's just more being protected. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Which is fair. Honestly, it's fair enough because I've we've been like that. We're day one, hundred percent. Yeah, like, been to get like mates for a long time, and I understand that hundred percent. Like he's just looking out for me. Mm-hmm. But then I like explained to him like it's it's a lot bigger than what like, what you think it is, and then mm-hmm. now he's come around to it, and he like yeah, he actually apologised and stuff. He wasn't so supportive at the start. And so I said, like, I understand why, like, why he um, wasn't because, mm-hmm. like, it's just been protective over me. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, like, it's, other than that, it's, everyone's yeah, been really supportive of it and really they have no choice. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> they've been, like, they've been great, honestly. Mm-hmm. And that's, we had this conversation, like, literally recently, like, just your family is so beautiful. Your friends are so great. Like, they've just been so welcoming mm. like the very first time I met your mom the next day or your family the next day I was added to the family group chat like like <laughs> what happens <laughs> with that now so you can't get first, the first one they get put into the family chat that's it so um yeah your your family and it's the first kind of, yeah, big family that I've ever been in. Normally I'm the one, because I'm one of eight kids, normally I'm the one that offers the big family to to my partners and they've got kind of none of that in return, um, whereas it's the family where I've actually been really accepted into. And it's it's been really cool too, because I do walk a different life to your family and, and there's mm-hmm. been no judgment at all. And that was something I was kind of apprehensive about, like with my lifestyle and what I do, I'm like, is there judgment? And they're just so easygoing. But again, that's like, it comes back to you and who you are because of them, like, because of the way your mom and your dad raised you and stuff like that. So that's right. they're awesome. Yeah. yeah. They're really, really supportive. They're good like that. I love them. Yeah, I couldn't ask for any better family. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so someone asked, how has Z transitioned with Ethan? As you know, I'm a kid of separation. And I love that they wrote this. These questions are anonymous. anonymous so I don't know who wrote what. So that's why I'm not saying names because you have no idea. Um, as you know, I'm a kid of separation and they look like two peas in a pod. What's your take on it? How do you feel like you're going with Z? Oh, awesome. I'm loving it. It's just really cool. for little homie. <laughs> no, it's awesome. It's good. Like, I wouldn't change it for the world. I adore her so much. And, you know, and yeah, it's just, we got a really good bond, you know, like the other morning after being away, I don't know, the morning, uh, yesterday, sorry, when I got back and um, picked up from the airport, went and picked Z up and, you know, she didn't want to turn around because then all the friends were like, what, tell her to point around, turn around. And then she come running around, like she turned around um, and come running up to us, like squealing and school. And she started like crying, like got a little bit teary. And I was just like, oh, it melted me. And I was like, God. I was like, yeah, I just adore and love her so much. So, yeah. Yeah, and she she loves you. Like, mm. she she really does, and I can tell she does. And Z's just, she's transitioned really well, and I think mm. it's because you have held your boundaries. Like, even last night, for example. So, last night we were at a big family dinner with Ethan's um, family. I'm going to say our family. Right? It's our family. Yeah. It's the tour of the So, we're at this big <laughs> you um, <laughs> at this big family dinner and yeah. there were people there that z had never met before and so she literally went really shy and she didn't even normally z when she's shy like obviously i'm z's mom mm. like she she i've been her anchor of safety for five and a half years like it's been me and her and she didn't come up to me but feeling shy she went straight to you she mm. was hiding behind ethan like she was literally like around holding his leg like really shy mm. because he was the point of safety for her in that moment and even like your auntie pointed out was like oh my god she clearly feels so safe with him because she's holding on to him and it's like that's a true testament to like the bond that you guys share and the relationship that you 100%. have 100 uh, yeah. yeah definitely yeah and mm. i also want to say too like from the very beginning like a conversation came up with z about like her dad and you and stuff mm. and you said straight away to her you're like i'm not here to ever replace like no, your definitely dad not. your dad's your dad mm. i'm not here to replace her him at all yeah oh no it's just your dad's still always going to be your dad no matter what yeah and i gained so much more respect from mm. you in that moment like yeah, it's, it is it's me yeah yeah because i know for me in childhood wound growing up my stepdad tried to replace my dad mm. and it was it was something that i actually had to get coaching around a very long time ago when i started dating because i was really worried that i would bring someone in and the same pattern would happen <laughs> yeah now you're telling me before you were like same night um but yeah and so I was really worried that that would play out for Z and that's why I stopped you know seeing or even went into another relationship for a really long time so I was like what if this next person is like tries to replace her dad and I don't want that to happen and so the fact that you preface that so early on meant so much to me and obviously so much to her as well knowing that you know, you're here to support her and you're here to be oh, like her best friend. Exactly. And that's my hope. Like, I hope mm. that if she gets into trouble at 2 a.m., she calls you. Like, I'm you know, a 2 a.m. call. Yeah, she's call like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the situation. I'll be there in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. I actually know you would too. So I love that. And I don't want to make this seem like all rainbows and sunshine. Like, I really, it's hard. Like, kids really resist change. Mm. And, um, you know, we've had our hard moments. Like we've had really hard moments. Like I said before, that moment where she was losing her mind and there's been moments where, you know, she will lash out and she'll do something wild or she'll lash out at me. And 
if we can give any advice, like the boundaries are so important to have, awesome. especially as a new person, like having boundaries. And I always said that to you, I was like, have your boundaries. Don't let her, you know, wrap you around her finger. Like you've Don't got to do it. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you do that. <laughs> yeah, literally. What you do on that? It's only for little things, like for like probably more serious sort of things. Yeah. Like I won't, I won't just keep in like that. I'll still keep my boundaries up. When it's like, it's probably a bit that much cream, a bit that brown. Is. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Is there any advice if, from a male's perspective, if there's any um, men out here or you know listening to this and they're going into a relationship with someone? Is there any advice that you could give them in your situation to help them transition into that, like taking on kids? Um, yeah, like just have your boundaries. Um, like don't be don't be scared of it. Mm-hmm. Like don't be scared of it at all. Like yeah. give it your hundred percent all because at the end end of it, it's just going to be amazing. Like I love every moment, every time I spend with with the girls. You know, like it's. It's awesome, like you know, and then especially when you get that bit of like, little bits of one-on-one time, you know, where it's just watching like a bit of YouTube, like and, or you know, drawing and like coloring and stuff, like it just you, you just savor those moments so much more, and it's just so you know, really unique and it's just good memories and stuff like that. But like, just don't be afraid and just don't be a dick. Yeah. Yeah, don't be a dick. <laughs> Honestly, like you see a lot of that, like they come in and they're just straight up like, yeah. You know, it's like don't do that. Yeah, you try and they try and get mm, too much authority that's right. too quickly. That's right. Like don't you don't need to have the authority yeah. at the end of the day. Like well, you, you sort of do, <laughs> but don't be trying to push it on like hard. Like, yeah. You know, you just take the time and you know, because especially when it's new, you want to take that time to get to know each other a lot more and then it creates that like bond a lot more stronger. And you know, it's definitely like, yeah, like, I wouldn't change for the world. I highly recommend it. Like if you're giving in, just give it your all. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I um I, I want to bring this up too. I know that there was a podcast done about me recently from someone, from an ex, and I know that um, after that relationship ended, he went on a podcast and he spoke really negative things. Very negative. Very negative things about me in specific, but me um, as a single mum and the podcast host as well were talking really negative about single mums and I feel like this has come up because I want to talk about this, right? Um, because it was like, for me, it was like, yeah, come for me. That's fine. Like I have thick skin. I've been out here doing this for ages. You know, I know what it's like to get trolled and hated. It's fine. Cool. I can handle that. That's no worries. But don't come for the single moms. And mm-hmm. something that really made me upset, and I actually was speaking to you about this. I was like, it makes me really upset that he went on this podcast and then also these, you know, um, podcast hosts we're talking so negative about single mums and what if that was to stop someone getting into a relationship with single mums because at the end of the day like everyone deserves love and I truly believe like single mums are great like Mm -hmm. you know in in any life any walk you're going to get bad people in any situation but I truly believe that single mums like they're just they're just different they care different they give it their all when they have the time with you it's like it's the time was there um any like advice that you can give out there in your journey with like being with a single mom and getting into this family, because you didn't just take on a relationship, like no, you've taken on a whole, whole family. Yeah. yeah like how has that been for you? Oh, it's been great. Like, like I say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for the world. Mm-hmm. Like I, I adore you all so much. Like, mm-hmm. Just said, um, trying to think what did you say? What did you say to me when I came to you though? Tell the audience what you said to me when I said to you about, 
like my concern was that they were making single mums look really bad and you said something about men in general do you remember what you said Oh, you said to me it was really really sweet and this we can't this there's a lot of stuff to... said about that podcast because they, they on the podcast like they were the um oh, the hosts weren't yeah. very they were bagging honestly they were bagging out single mums like proper and it could change like like they yes. said it could change justify the way male perspective on you know single mums and stuff like that and it's yes you know it's pretty wrong honestly like yeah. And you said to me, and again, this is the emotional maturity part, like this is the whole age, you know, you said to me, you were like, if any man was to take on what they're saying and take it as like oh, being yeah, something true. actual, they're a dick. Because you could tell this is just like mm. almost hate 100%. speech. Like it was really full it was on. Full on like... Yeah. And these <laughs> guys are losers. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, no but that's what i love about you mm. like any really decent hearted man would not take on this mm. opinion and take it on as his own that's, well there's a few times you said like if you want to run run yeah like, go and i was like no i'm not like you said it was a lot like it was just, a yeah. that's right and like i worked through it and i helped you like supported you and i told you every time she like mentioned i'm like i'm telling you right now be quiet i'm not going there <laughs> I'm staying. I love you all. I'm not going nowhere. Yeah. You know, and yeah. And then if we work through that and yeah. Yeah. We have we have actually. Mm. We have worked through that. And that was a really, mm. really big insecurity of mine was. for a really long time. Mm. I was like, I felt like, you know, there's just it's a lot to take on. And that that was the past relationship condition. So that's, that's exactly Every right. time there was something that's that was happening, it was too much and too hard and too stressful. And you know, and, and it wasn't made out easy and it wasn't in that past relationship. And this is so important to do the inner healing, which you know, I'm a coach, but fuck, I still need an inner heal, right? Like I'm not sure. I, and I come to this platform and even with my clients like I don't create this hierarchy like there's still work that I need to do and I do but um there definitely was and I didn't know this was a wound until I got to this healthy relationship with you where I really looked at you know the past relationship and I was like wow he made me feel like we were difficult like with mm -hmm. every challenge it was like oh it's too much and it was never like there's a challenge so let's you know all band together and figure it out together it was like oh there's a challenge with your child you figure it out and I'm just going to stand over here while you do that and so that was my biggest fear with getting into mm -hmm. this especially because you know you you were new to this um I was like fuck like this is a lot for him what if he runs like what if I really fall in love and because I did I I fell in love with you so like straight away honestly yeah, that night was, that, it was just like instant that, that first uh, oh, and so that's was my biggest fear. Yeah. I'm like this this is gonna hurt if it ends and you know what if he can't handle it so yeah a lot of a lot of things would come up and I'd be like just run just just do it just, run, just, just go run. just I would literally just be like just run like and, and the way you handle it is so I love it very secure masculine you're like don't fucking say that stop you're stop like, you're literally just like stop it never um but this is what we're going to do we're not running this is how we're going to handle it or like, we're going to figure it out together like we sure. might so at the end of the day we're a team yeah and we're always going to be a team and we'll go through we go through together so it's yeah like, mm. we'll support each other 100 every single way we can yeah and, yeah oh, I love that okay the next question someone said the last person in your life seemed to also be a big part of these life do you still see him from time to time or is he completely gone um yes he is completely gone and i'm actually you know he made that decision to be completely gone i did ask that he would stick around and be in z's life still because he was such a huge integral part and they were kind of friends 
Um, but he made a point when the breakup was happening, he was like, you know what, it, when you move on with someone new, it's going to be awkward and it's going to be hard for me to see that. And I'm actually really glad that he made that decision because I didn't have enough for like, I didn't have enough like um, vision, you know, to see the bigger picture. Obviously mm-hmm. he did because it would, it would be really hard oh, to see. Indeed. Yeah. And there's, she's already like, she's got a dad and, and now, now she has an Ethan. Um, so it's just like, we don't need to, I feel like to add any more kind of people into that. And I think it would have created a really weird dynamic. So I am really grateful that he did make that decision um, at the end of the day. And I also wanted to talk about, so with this, I know the question we answered at the start about the whole six figure thing. I want to talk about there's this whole perception with people when they have a level of like money or success that other people are with them for their money. And I think it works both ways. Like just like you were given that question, it also works for me as well. This relationship has been the greatest gift like I've ever received. This relationship, just not in general, but like I have been with you know there was a there was a question that I did get and this is why I'm bringing it up sorry I just need to backtrack and give context <laughs> needing context typical back dives in but there was a question and it was about my ex who's being referred to a few times here which I'd surprised you guys because he wasn't on my socials so I'm really surprised that this gets brought up anyway I think that there's real specific people bringing these questions up probably stalking um we see you <laughs> but no anyway so there was a question that came through and it was like um he, your ex, so-and-so looks like he provided better than what Ethan does. And I want to talk about this because there's just so much I have to say. This, I know there's so much you want to say too, but there's so much I have to say in the way that this relationship is the healthiest relationship I've ever been in. And it has provided for me the most out of every relationship I've been in. And you guys, to put into context, if you don't know, I was fucking married. Okay, I was married and I was with my ex-husband for nine years. And even in my relationship, it was a two and a half year relationship. And this relationship, right, it has given me so much emotional support. I can't even tell you. And there was a moment with my past relationship with my ex when I was going through a really rough time with Z and I was bringing to light, we were walking on the beach one morning and I'm someone that usually I'm very, I used to be because now I'm in my feminine since meeting Ethan but I used to be very my masculine, you know, I'm the protector, I'm the provider. I would have these big walls up. And so when there was issues, I would just figure it out on my own. Like I push everyone away. I'd just be like, you've got this, you've got to pull it together. You know, and that's childhood conditioning, getting kicked out of home at 16. I just have myself depend to depend on. And I've never kind of asked for help because I always perceived that to be a form of weakness. Again, wounds, healing, we know. And so what last, um, not last year, a little while ago when I was in this past relationship, we were walking on the beach and I was having a really rough time with Z. And I looked at my partner back then and I said to him, I was like, I'm really struggling right now with Z. And I, I'm really contemplating giving her dad full-time care. And in that moment, like I was like crying out for help. I'm not someone that ever asked for help. And I was like crying out to this man for help. And literally he went silent. And then, um, I'd say probably 30 seconds went past and I'm just like trying to hold back tears. And then he looks at me and he goes, oh, we should turn around and go back. And I was just like, fuck, 
like fuck the one time that I'm desperately asking this person for help who's supposed to be in love with me and I'm in love with them they can't give that they can't give the emotional support they can't hold me in this moment like I feel like crumbling this is all too much and they can't hold me and so I think it's really fucking naive to look at people as just like they can provide financially and regardless of that it's it's emotional support like what I do is very like you've seen it it's very emotional it's very taxing like I'm working with people I'm working with their wounds sometimes I can bring up traumas in myself by just helping a client go through their traumas and I've always been able to no matter the problem like I literally can come to you and be like I'm struggling with this and you will be like I'm holding you in this Mm -hmm. and like that emotional support has just been everything to me like everything Mm -hmm. and you've allowed me to to relax into my feminine like you tell me all the time you're like put the gloves up like I'm here to protect I'm here to provide like don't worry about it um and it's also the providing aspect too people think that with the providing aspect you know it's all financial but what I love about you is I'm very independent you guys we if you've been here for a while you know this you know I'm very independent I like to you know buy all my things and do all the things and be a boss woman but what I love about you is you find a way to kind of break that independence a little bit by your own ways which is what I love and you don't force things upon me um you know when we're out and we're eating like you'll always it's we're fighting over who pays for it (laughs) literally like that's what I love about you very traditional like that it's like I want to provide the food for our families you're always paying for food like just before I was getting my head on and he was like getting supplements for the gym for us and like groceries and all of the things right like all, yeah all of the things um you get flowers sent to z and i so like both of us get you know beautiful bouquets of flowers and stuff like that and it's just it's the small things that i know that you know it's a process for me too to release oh, 100%. it is it's, it's, it's always going to be a process until you fully realize it that yeah like i'm just going to keep doing my bit and showing you to just relax into your family <laughs> like I know and yeah. it's, it's beautiful the way that you do it and yeah. I'm really grateful because it's not forceful it's not like here yeah. let me let me take control of everything it's just like hey just let me do a little bit and a little bit and a little bit mm. and it compounds and it's always really unique unique ways and I appreciate that so much more than someone being like oh let me pay your rent like fuck that no you're just like let me add and take pressure off like mm. it's yeah I don't know you just <laughs> you just help me in so many ways like You'll help me in the morning, Gen Z, ready. And, you know, you're doing the dishes that I've left in the sink the night before, like, without even asking where you're doing washing and stuff. And it's just really, it's a really nice dynamic. So, yeah. And also, I want to say, too, people online can hold a perception, okay? So this is another thing that I want to say. People can show up online and show you what you want to see and they can create, they can create a perception about themselves. And I believe that there's certain people previous in my life that have created definite perceptions about who they are and created perceptions about their wealth and created perceptions about their authority and um I just want to make it clear like don't be fooled about everything that you see online um because it's it's a highlight reel at the end of the day it's just funny being compared to someone that's got 20 years on me (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I do really well for myself and I know I do you do like for my age like Fuck oath you do. You know? like, I actually said to you last night and not about money at all, but I was like, dude, do you realize how much money you've made this month? I was like, literally just like you're like where you're at in life, are you joking? I was like, <laughs> it was like big deal. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, are you crazy? Like it took me 
until like I was 28 to even get to that level. And you're there. I was like, this is wild to me. I, I, I love that sort of stuff. People saying that, like, for instance, what comment that was made, it's like, it's just more fuel for me to drive me more to be even more successful and be more great and put a massive, like do massive impact into this world. Like, yeah. And that's, that's my plan. Like, yeah. So it's, it's just, honestly, like people like, that's where it comes back to like, negative comments and all that sort of stuff. Use that as fuel, 100%. You will use that as fuel and make use that to drive you further and further and further. Like, you can sit there and whinge and carry on about, oh, this person said this about me and didn't like this. Laugh at them because you're going to be the bigger, better person in the day. Take that, use it as more energy and more fuel to drive you to becoming something great, 100%. Um, yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. But, Amazing. Well, we're going to stop this episode here and we're going to come back with a part two. Okay. So you guys, <laughs> we have so many more questions. I know so many more questions to get through and they are super, super juicy. These next ones. So I know that we're going to be talking about these for a little while. So if you love this episode, please feel free to share this on your social media. Tag me at Becky Bad. Tag. What's your, what's your Instagram? I'll link it. Off tag. <laughs> six underscore Ethan. <laughs> there's the plug there's the plug um but make sure you guys tag us because we would love to hear from you and love to connect with you guys as always but we will be jumping on again for episode two bye guys see you guys thank you for listening to today's episode if you feel called and if you feel aligned please share this on your social media and tag me at Beck Hibbard because I love to reshare all of the tags. And if you really feel called to it, and I would honestly really appreciate this if you can leave a five-star review on whatever platform that you're listening to this episode on. Mm-hmm.